In the early days of the internet, radical libertarians were scattered, lonely, and faceless. Without direction, they resigned to scour the web, sifting through content providers in a wasteland plagued by YouTube demonetization, Facebook jail, and covert internet censorship. But then, in 2017, the Libertarian Union was formed. Finally, the average Joe Libertarian could find a thriving community of independent podcasters and content providers, all in one convenient location. At Libertarian Union, we'll always have the latest news, interviews, discussions, and even movie reviews. With hundreds of episodes and more added all the time, you'll always find something fresh at libertarianunion.com. Welcome, everyone, to episode 38 of the Culture of Peace podcast. My name is Luke Tatum, and this is the show where I interview people who are advancing the message of liberty and changing the culture for the better. I know there's lots of podcasts out there these days and more all the time, so as always, I want to thank you for being a part of this podcast and showing up to each episode, checking out what I have to say and what my guests have to say. Now, if you would... Get on over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your shows and leave a rating, review, whatever you can do, and share an episode that you like with a friend. It really, really does make all the difference. Now, today we actually don't have a guest, uh, and today's show notes page is luketatum.com slash 38. This is episode 38. But uh, no guests today, so I am going to be playing an appearance of mine very recent. I was just on Jay Catano's show, Anarcho Inc., so I apologize, first of all, for having to run a couple of my appearances on other shows pretty close together here, but you know I do have several great guests in mind. It's just my schedule has been especially hectic an extra full due to the crowdfunding that we've been doing for our upcoming mobile game. So things will get back on track as soon as possible. But for now, hope you will enjoy me talking with Jay. Jay's really awesome, awesome guy. And I thought this was a cool conversation because he asks some business-oriented questions since his show is about kind of the business side of things. And I hope you'll, uh, hope you'll love it. Here's the episode. On today's episode, we have a repeat guest, and I'm super excited to have him back on, Luke Tatum. He was on episode 11, where we talked about his podcast, Uh, but today we're talking about his new project, uh, Dummy Corporation, the game, uh, by Human Action Studios, and uh, Luke, you are creative director, correct? That is correct. Yep. So welcome back, Luke. We're glad to have you back on the show. it's been a while. <laughs> yes, it has. Yeah. Uh, all the way, I was, I, I was thinking you were episode two as we were talking before the show, but it was episode 11. And um, we talked about your podcast back then. And, but now you're working on something new. Um, you're working on this video game called Dummy Corporation, the game. Can you tell us a little about it? Sure, yeah. So Dummy Corporation is a mobile game, so it'll be for iPhones and for Android devices. Mm -hmm. And it's a, I guess you could 
most directly call it a business simulator. You're going to be running a fast food restaurant in kind of a comic way. There are some other games out there like this, but uh, the twist and kind of what makes this, I think, really interesting and gives us some real potential for a storyline to develop is that underneath your restaurant that you manage day to day, there is a secret CIA facility that will gradually expand as you divert more and more money to it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and I'm checking out the website. So, sell fried chicken, control the world. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. <laughs> um, so, l- let's start with, uh, and we'll get into the tech too and all of that, but where did this idea come from? Well, so funny story, right? So there's a KFC in my hometown. It's a relatively small town. It's not like 100 people, but it's it's still pretty small, you know? Right. And so this KFC opens up and I, for some reason, vividly remember the grand opening of this place. You know, we're a small enough town where, and I don't live there now, but mm-hmm. um, still to this day, right? It's It's a thing where whenever the first Starbucks opened and there's still only one, that was like a big cultural phenomena, you know, in, mm-hmm. the, in the town, right? So um, still a small Texas town, but this KFC opens and it's the thing of the day, right? So everybody's going out to check out the KFC and they had these obnoxious trash cans that literally would just say thank you every time you threw away trash. So if you imagine <laughs> launch day, everyone's there. Yeah, You know, every second or two, someone is throwing something away and leaving. And it's just, thank you. Thank you. Just, wow. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so there was that, but then it really died off. Mm -hmm. And the restaurant is, goes for years and years and years. And there's never any customers there Mm. ever, like not even one person. Mm. And so you wonder (laughs) <laughs> how on earth, how on earth are they still in business, right? What's really yeah. going on? Um, so I had kind of joked about that for a few years. And then yeah. one day I'm feeling creative. I just sit down with a spiral notebook and I basically just drew out sketches for what the UI for the game would look like. And mm. I wrote the this in, in, initial story, like the tutorial and just spent, I don't know, probably four or five or six hours sketching all this stuff and writing some script and all that. Yeah, And I kind of sat on it for a while. And then I met uh, Clay, who is our 2D artist. We met up for lunch one day. Mm-hmm. And, um, excuse me, I guess it was a dinner. But we talked about it. I told him I had written this because it just happened to come up. And we were like, ah, you know, let's do it. So then I started to gather more team members. And, you know, that's kind of where we are now, right? That was back in March mm-hmm. that we decided we were going to make it happen. And so I've been pouring as much of my free time as possible into this since then but it's really it all goes back to that kfc i mean that was my initial thought was like what if kfc had a secret (laughs) underground facility where they were doing all kinds of shady stuff and you know it's just funny you know if that were to ever you know come up in a wikileaks document or the news i you know i don't think it would shock me at this point anymore (laughs) well Uh, sure yeah probably not for me either i mean you know it's um you know, since the Epstein suicide, I think both the left and the right have been completely world, sh- you know, shook about, you know, what is truly happening in our world today. But 
This is this is awesome. I, I love it. And it's funny. I, I've had similar thoughts myself uh, about like, how, how is that restaurant still in business in such a small town? <laughs> yeah. So, you, you, you know, you begin to question things around you. And um, so so it sounds like you've kind of put to a, a team together to, to help you build this. Um, how, how did you find the, the, the team to help you uh, start building this game? You know, it's kind of funny. I, I'm not sure how much of this I can attribute to my podcast, which is mm-hmm. still going on, of course. Culture of Peace is uh, going strong. We're just slightly behind you now. You've be- passed me up on episode numbers. So mm-hmm. I'm, I just did like 37. 37 comes out um, really soon. I guess by the time this airs on your show, it'll already be out. But yeah. Um, so, you know, I think it's partially that. I have a little bit of an audience. Yeah. And I just kind of was putting out feelers. I was like, hey, you know, do I know any 3D artists? Hey, do I know anybody that would be willing to write? Hey, mm-hmm. um, you know, initially it was just me and the 2D artist. Mm-hmm. But we kind of more or less took the approach that, you know, let's just hash this out, figure out what we need, figure out who we need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the writing was actually the hardest thing because yeah. I had several people that were like, yeah, I can write, you know, and mm-hmm that's true there are lots of great writers out there especially in the libertarian world Mm -hmm. but really honing in and picking the right person i mean that was hard so uh, i'm I'm really pleased with the team that we've put together Mm -hmm. and it didn't take that long the writer was the last person to jump on board but Mm -hmm. um, we've we've really got this nailed down it's six of us including me and my job is basically publicity and marketing and making sure that we kind of, you know, I'm handling the business side of it more or less. And funny little aside, I normally, I feel very creative. Like I love to do writing. I used to write short stories every single day and try to make, you know, just funny, interesting takes on things. And I just can't do that with this game. Hmm. I'm so like focused on the success aspect that it's so hard to actually have fun with it. And, you know, it is fun, but at the same time, it's like, this has to take off. This has to do well. And so I can't like step out of that. Right. Yeah. It's hard. You're, I I know. Yeah. I've uh, been there myself as a business owner where you, you put a lot of kind of blood, sweat and tears into something and um, you know, you, you want to see it uh, do well, but sometimes, you know, it's, you're just not in the right place at the right time or didn't go with the right product. Right. A lot of, a lot of these decisions that you have to think about. Um, with that said, um, so I, I, so Human Action Studios is is the name of the group you've kind of put together. Uh, I love the name, by the way. Thank you. Uh, um, did did you have to like LLC or anything like that legally to 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 make this happen, or is this all kind of just uh, kind of solopreneur? Um, individuals just coming together voluntarily to to build this game. Yeah, right now we are, like you say, kind of a solopreneur thing. So mm-hmm. it's um, definitely not been incorporated as any kind mm-hmm. of formal business. Right. So I guess you'd call it a, a sole proprietorship. But right. the reason that I'm doing that is I've I've read a lot of business books and I've read a lot of books on success and things like that. You know, I think mm-hmm. probably you have as well. Mm-hmm. But one book that moved me a lot was um, Ready, Fire, Aim. Mm. 
by Michael Masterson. It's kind of a tome. It's a really long book. Mm-hmm. But he's basically pitching, you know, no matter what stage of your growth your business is in, mm. this is how you take it to the next level. And it's, mm. you know, ultimately trying to get you to like a hundred million plus a year and mm. how to like step away from your business <laughs> and like sell it and that kind of stuff. And so mm. he really in his initial setup phases really tries to focus on, okay, do you have a product that's going to do well mm-hmm. and do you know how to sell it? And, you know, focus on only those things. Like do not spend a bunch of money creating an LLC. Do not, you know, right. hire a lawyer. Don't do all that stuff. Just make right. sales, make, you know, figure out a way how to get income and mm-hmm. then you can worry about the rest of it. So that's what I'm trying to do. Right. Right. And very hard with a game. Whereas like, you know, uh, as my listeners know with coffee, pretty easy or even CBD, right? Like I could put something out there very quickly and, and, and see if it sticks, you know, and with a game though, how, how do you, you know, how do you do that without putting in all the time for writing the story, uh, uh, and even development, right? That's, that's the, you know, the, um, biggest factor right um yeah it's it's a huge amount i mean i don't know that anyone who hasn't tried to do something like that even has any idea yeah how much work goes into it so yeah this is really our market test you know and that's i think the the earliest stage we possibly could get a real gauge for what the interest level is mm-hmm. um because if you have nothing to show people, I mean, anybody on earth can just say, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we had a game where you have a fast food restaurant and there's a government base and then you like laugh about it and talk about right. something else, right? So right. that's nothing. Um, and then my horribly, horribly poor sketches of UI elements and stuff, like that's not going to do it either. Right. And so like what what point do you really start to have something to show people? I, I hope that's where we are. We have a lot of um, concept art and mm-hmm. we have a little bit of some 3D elements and things put together. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, it's, you know, at what point? Like sometimes you see these crowdfunding for games mm. and it's like it looks finished already. Yeah, I know. And, and I don't... We can't do that. You know, that right. would be like maybe March of next year, we would have something like that to show. Yeah. But, but we're, I feel like we're wanting to make the game anyway. So it's really just my job to figure out how to support that and to make that happen for the rest of the team. Right. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, uh, it sounds uh, exciting and, um, you know, also frustrating at the same time, which is what <laughs> businesses is about, you know. But, um, you know, with that said, why, um, why narrow down and I can respect, I I mean, I, you know, I can answer the question myself, but I want to, you know, why narrow down just to Mm -hmm. iOS and Android, um, devices, I guess that's just, is that a starting point and then maybe branch out to other platforms? Yeah. So my ultimate dream really is to have a gaming studio that is able to make more titles. And I I don't really see this as being dummy corporation and then dummy corporation two. And then, you know, we're not, we're not the angry birds devs, right? It's not going to be a dummy corporation bubble popping game or, or whatever. It's going to be totally different approaches. Maybe the next game isn't a business sim 
idle game type thing at all. Maybe it's a Steam release or a Switch release or, mm-hmm. you know, um, something on the PlayStation and, and Xbox stores or something. So right. who knows? But I think step one is to get that name recognition. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the really, really big successful like indie studios um and i don't even want to talk about like minecraft because i think that's all about the concept but yeah um, there's a game i love called dead cells that that they made a couple of mobile games and they did pretty well and they used that to kind of bootstrap up this project that turned into dead cells so i have a lot of respect for that Mm -hmm. and that's what i'm hoping to replicate oh yeah yeah, I think I think there's a I mean the indie game I mean there's the whole movie, the indie game movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that documentary. I have not um, actually. Oh, I highly recommend it. I need it. to see it. Yeah. yeah. And my listeners, there's um there I mean this started probably I think to early 2010, maybe 2009, I could be wrong, but it's in, like it was like Fez it was it was one of the indie games um i forget the other one i can't think of oh it. yeah yeah i've seen trailers for it yeah yeah so so i mean and then steam of course allowed these indie game developers to really uh blossom you know and and so um just like self publishing a book it's it's really um become very easy for you to become a individual contributor to something uh very niche right and and um and not only that, you know, I think there's a message with your game too, right? So, um, you know, you're going to make this great, uh, you know, uh, business simulation type game, dummy corporation game, but there's a, there's a message there, right, to be said. Um, and it's like beyond uh, the libertarian and, you know, anarchist community. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's not, and I try to make this really clear when I'm talking to people about the game, but Mm -hmm. it's not a libertarian game, quote unquote, you know, it's not like, you know, you play for five minutes and then Murray Rothbard quotes start (laughs) popping up or something. So, (laughs) cause who would play that? Right. Right, right. Instantly alienate almost everyone. Exactly. So, the focus from you know from day one has been to make a fun game that's interesting that mm-hmm. people want to play, and I really see us as solving like two problems that exist mm-hmm. with indie games. Number one is that they're free, except that they have massive backend price tags. Like mm-hmm. you know, you install this and then you're making some progress, and it's kind of fun, and you're enjoying what you're doing, and then it's like, okay, well, if you want to go to the arena again, you need to pay $76. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, what? You know, I, what? <laughs> couldn't right. I just go buy like a full AAA title for that? Right. Um, and then that only gives you so much progress anyway. So it's just absolutely absurd, the price tags that these games have. And then mm-hmm. also, there's not really much of a narrative at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that every single game in the world has to have this huge, you know, multi-path, narrative structure you know every game is not the witcher 2 right Mm -hmm. um but i think that there's an opportunity for us to Mm -hmm. say okay here's a game you can spend five minutes playing at a time you can Mm -hmm. kick it on in the morning before you go to work and in the evening before you go to sleep or whatever which is usually what i do with mobile games Mm -hmm. and then but at the same time you're actually making progress towards something that 
you know, you want to know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so we have this kind of narrative that we keep tweaking the details. You know, of course, the game is not even an alpha at this point, but we're we're having this this kind of thought where this the CIA guy is, you know, kind of welcoming you in. He gets you set up and he's like, okay, this is what we need you to do. We need you to sell fast food and mm-hmm. that's going to fund our projects. And then every project that you get to start, you uh, get a little bit of a glimpse more into the storyline. So that's the main thing where like the tone will shift over time and it kind of gets darker as the game goes on. You know, at first it's very peppy and commercial and hoorah America. And then, you know, as you get into it, it's like you have this news ticker that runs across the top of the screen and the news is always going to be showing, right? So as you do things, the news starts to evolve and you get to see the disconnect between what's actually happening that you know very well because you're doing it and Mm -hmm. how it's being reported. And you'll go, oh, you know, that's kind of, wow, we sort of caused that problem, you know? And and so we're not sure exactly how it's all going to pan out, but I want to have some dynamic character in there and I want to have mm-hmm. some, you know, questioning of this whole thing. And it's not just to say, oh, I hate the CIA and the FBI and places like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I think they're doing terrible stuff, but this is, you know, it's a story that's set within the CIA world and it happens to show these things. It's not, you know, it's not a moral bludgeon that we're trying right. to hit everyone over the head with. Wow. So, Yeah. Yeah, no, it sounds it sounds great, and I mean, even some of the concept art. I mean, I, I love the isometric uh, view. I'm I'm an old school gamer. I've played the old like Baldur's Gate uh, dungeon. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, those are those are. I love that kind of. I mean, like even some of the old school Fallout. People don't realize that like original Fallout was isometric, you know, and it's like turn based combat and um, really. You know, I, I enjoy those type of games, so that's it's cool. Um, so what? So what sort of? Um, t- t- um, I, I want to say like tech, but like obviously iOS, it's Xcode for people that don't know that, but not that sort of tech. But like, how do you keep the day to day kind of operations? Like, you know, or how do you guys? How are you guys? project management, storyboarding, you know, you know, what sort of tech are you finding helping you manage this project? Sure. Sure. Good question. So we're really, I mean, what I did before I even started to bring the team members on was started to create a Google drive, which Mm -hmm. is just so convenient that everyone has a Gmail address, right? right? So I've just got a big branching nest of folders in there that you know, it's like, here's the art folder, here's the crowdfunding folder, here's, you know, all of these spreadsheets, because I mean, that's kind of what I do at my day job, too, is I just mm-hmm. make spreadsheets all the time, you know, and analyze data, right? So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to make it make sense. And so Google Slides is a great thing, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I can make a little flow chart to kind of show this is how the concepts in the game tie together, you know. Your customers pay the money, the money goes underground. The underground gets expanded, that gets you more prestige so you can do more missions, you know, that kind of stuff. So um, that's been really helpful. But we've also used a product called Airtable a little Mm -hmm. bit. Um, That 
we don't have like a ultra premium subscription to or anything. We mm-hmm. would probably get that pretty quick once the game takes off. Mm-hmm. But um, even the free stuff is great. You can, it's like databasing a little right. bit, a lot more sophisticated than your just standard Excel spreadsheet or something. You can yep. really intuitively kind of reorganize your data and attach folders and files and things to your cell mm-hmm. in your, in your, um, in your database. And, it's a great way for people to be able to take ownership of certain things. So uh, we're kind of using the scrum system, if you're familiar with that. And so this allows me to create a product backlog, you know, a list of everything that needs to be in the game. And then individual people, after I've kind of assigned priority to stuff, they can jump in and say, okay, I'm doing this and we're going to come back and meet in two weeks, you know? Right. And, we all have day jobs and right. the programmer, the lead programmers in the UK, right? So that's a trick with time zones. And this is just a non-time zone, non-conference call dependent way right. of kind of updating progress. We also, I mean, strangely enough, we're using a Facebook group. And right. that's one of the, the crowdfunding things is if you, um, if you actually do $15 or more, Mm-hmm. with the crowdfunding, then you get into our development group on Facebook. So you can see all of the discussion that we're having on all of the stuff. And okay. if you think we're getting off on the wrong track and think that's a dumb idea, then you'll be able to say that directly mm-hmm. to us. So it's kind of like, I thought a forum like a PHPDB right. or something would be a little bit just too old. Yeah. Old school, you know, yeah. a little. So I, I thought, eh, this would be fun. And everybody seemed to like that idea. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, even right now, there's a lot in there where we've been talking about, like, what should the crowdfunding tiers be and what should we be giving people for those? Mm-hmm. And what, you know, uh, we have a character sketch for kind of the main CIA guy that gets mm-hmm. you started in the game. And so you can see that and what we've said about it. And so there's a lot there already that you could get access to immediately nice. whenever you choose to uh, help us make this thing get finished. Yep. Yeah. And so you had mentioned crowdfunding. Um, so it sounds like you've started a, some sort of Kickstarter or something where people can uh, help with the project. Yeah. So it's Indiegogo. I, I chose them because they kind of let you have a pre-launch page. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, you know, we're recording this fairly early compared to when it's going to go live. So right now it's a pre-launch page, but by the time the audience is hearing this, it's going to be live. And so it's right now I have a short link made. It's just luketatum.com slash dummy. Okay. And so, you know, you can, you can check that out and, and we have some pretty cool stuff that are limited in number. Mm. So um, if you'd like me to expound on that a bit, I can kind of break down the tiers. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, for our listeners. Yeah, because the crowdfunding is sounds like the biggest way that they can support you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the entry level is going to be the $5 tier. And anybody who does $5 or above at any of the tiers is going to get their name in the credits of the game, because it's a big, big, big deal for us to have your support. But if you go any higher than that, $15 or more, you're going to get a lot of cool bonuses. So You'll get a permanent multiplier on how much money you're making in the game. You'll get uh, access to that development group on Facebook. And you'll also get a digital copy of the soundtrack, which right now we've got two major songs planned, but there could be more depending on 
how much funding we achieve and all that. Um, we'd like to make this as big and awesome of a game as possible, right? So who knows? Sky's mm. the limit on that. Mm-hmm. But at least two songs. And then after that, you can get a concept art book. That'd be $30. At the $50 level, you'll actually get to be on one of our conference calls when we're kind of checking in with each other and, and really getting into it verbally, mm-hmm. you know, talking about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then we have these limited number of things. So mm-hmm. for $150, there's only two of these. You can name one of the fast food items in the restaurant. So like it could be like, you know, Dr. Roberts, you know, fried chicken, or right. special, special recipe, whatever, right. you know, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so two of those, if you want to name and kind of help design one of the businesses, like, so the restaurant's in front of like a strip mall and there'll be like a car mm-hmm. uh, auto body shop in there and all this. But we have some businesses that don't have names or identities right now. So if you want to mm-hmm. name one of those and kind of determine what it is, like mm-hmm. I think it should be an aquarium shop or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you can do that. And so that's um, three of those available and in the very, very top tier, you can actually be in the game because we have a character <laughs> planned that does not have a face okay. yet. So um, we will take photos of you or you'll send us photos and we'll actually do just like the agent guy that you've already seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be that kind of art, you know, of your face and you'll be in the game and everybody who plays it will see you. So uh, cool. I think that's a pretty cool thing. And... Mm-hmm. Really, really excited to see who ends up getting that. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Those sound like some really good tiers. Um, I might even have to sign up for one of them. <laughs> um, so, when do you? When is the estimated launch for the game? So we're aiming for Q two of next year, and it's okay. kind of far off. But we have a really small core team, right? Okay. Um, depending on how much money we raise with this crowdfunding we may be able to bring on some additional uh, artists, you know, like on a per uh, contract basis, right? Right, So just, hey, we need you to knock out these 10 3D assets and Mm. go for it, right? And then pay hourly on something like that. That would help us really accelerate how fast the game comes out. So, you know, my hope is that we totally smash through the roof on this thing. We're only trying to raise $6,000, which compared to some of these Kickstarters and Indiegogo things for games, like that's yeah. a drop in the bucket, right? Yeah. So if we were to to make the six, I think that would give us plenty of wiggle room to make this stuff happen faster. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, who knows, right? If we raise $12,000, then we could probably get it, get it out early next year. So right. we'll always want to be upfront and honest. And that I think is the biggest thing that that Facebook group allows us to do, right? It's all the time you're going to know where we're at. So if you're investing in us, Mm -hmm. then yeah, I mean, you're going to see that every day (laughs) we're going to be posting in there and you're going to know exactly where we are. So it's not like a blog post that I've kind of been preparing for the last month. It's like, you'll see us arguing about what's going to be in the game and what's not. So I hope Mm -hmm. that's a pretty cool, interesting perspective that people haven't had a chance to get before on a game yeah um and and then what do you what is the uh uh estimated price for the game uh it's free it's a free game oh really okay so we are uh we're not gonna smash you over the head with ads i 
am really trying to avoid putting ads in the game at all. Okay. We're really looking to do um, some very, very, very accessible pricing on, you know, some things that would enhance your progress speed, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's not going to be anything in the game at $75, right? I can make right, that promise right. on the air. So, <laughs> okay. um, or we might even do like a dollar a month membership or something that gives you continuous boosts and access to special things. So we're, we're really trying to keep the cost just ultra low mm-hmm. and none of us are taking a paycheck until the game is live on the market and we're actually making money from it. So it's going to mm. be a hundred percent, you know, upfront work on our part. And again, I just, I view that as a goodwill gesture, you know, towards yeah. the people who are trying to support us. It's not, we're not taking the money and running. We're mm. already making the game and all of this is going back into making that happen. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's crazy. I mean, that's a huge, um, risk for everybody on the team. Totally. Um, right. But we're yeah. all invested. You know, I think, I think yeah. it's going to be, um, better for the fans in the long term. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, well, yeah, this, this has been awesome, Luke, where, um, basically the, the, my always, my last question is basically where can people find you more, uh, and shameless plugs, really everything. (laughs) Yeah, sure. So you can find my podcast culture of peace, which is a libertarian interview show where I'm having various people on to talk about what they're doing. It's always trying to be a positive spin on things because I know there's so much to complain about as an mm-hmm. anarchist or a libertarian. We always mm-hmm. try to have something cool and unique going on that you can take part in or read or something like that so it's not just like being depressed every day because uh, <laughs> I think that's what the regular news is for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so that's LukeTatum.com and if you go to LukeTatum.com slash dummy that'll take you to the Indiegogo page. I'll, um, right now it's a pre-launch page. It'll switch to the actual campaign when that goes live. You can also find us on YouTube. Just search for Human Action Studios and you'll find lots and lots and lots of videos of me sitting in my car or various places talking about just different game concepts and uh, making just some really weird tangential things. I, I think it's actually kind of fun, mm. but um that's good. And then, of course, dummycorporationgame.com slash home. Um, it should auto-redirect to the homepage, but um, that'll take you to just some, some initial art and some things like that that you can check out, and you can sign up for the mailing list there, too. Okay, well, there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that. LukeTatum.com slash 38 is the show notes for this show. You can find the link to Anarcho Inc., You can get my previous appearance on Jay's show, which I think was episode seven of his program. And then from there, you can see all of his other projects. He has a lot of things going on. And as I say, really cool guy, definitely worth checking out his stuff. He's had some really cool guests on his program as well. Oh, and of course, look up Dummy Corporation, the game on Facebook. That is the name of our game, Dummy Corporation. Um, Or you can go to dummycorporationgame.com to see what that is all about. Crowdfunding does end on October the 16th. 
2019. So if you would like to have your face in the game, or you'd like to name a business in the game, you'd like to have your name in the credits, or you'd like to get a multiplier on the in-game money and, you know, all this stuff, definitely have to get on over there, lock in those bonuses. To me, really one of the coolest things we have is the ability to be in our private Facebook group where we're actually developing the game. So every time any member of the team has a new update about what's going on, whether that's the soundtrack or the art or whatever, then we post about it in there. And so you get to give feedback every step of the way for months while we're working on this. And it's just, it's really cool. You get to know us a little better and see what's going on firsthand, which is unique, I think. So again, dummycorporationgame.com, or I'll link to that at the show notes, luketatum.com slash 38. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you next time.